we go. This is SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, leading the way. This episode of The Secrets of Middle-Earth is brought to you by Bluehost. It's now easier and cheaper than ever before to start your own blog or website. For just $6.95 per month, you get unlimited hosting, one-click installation of a WordPress blog, and a .com domain name. Go to sqpn.com bluehost for more information. And by the Amazon store. Click on the link on our website before you shop at Amazon, and your purchase will help support our show. And then finally, this show is made possible by the friends of SQPN. You can join us in our mission to reach out to the ends of the world with engaging and inspiring programs by supporting us with a monthly donation. Go to sqpn.com for more information. The battle for Middle-earth is about to begin. Where do you travel to find Middle-earth? How can you fight the shadows of Angmar? Who created the dwarves? I thought I'd die fighting side by side with an elf. Why are elves immortal? You will linger on in darkness and in doubt. It's nightfall in winter that comes without a star. What is the ultimate evil of Sauron? Join me on a quest for answers through the books, the movies and the games that tell us the legendary adventures of hobbits, dwarves, men and elves in Tolkien's Middle-earth. Hello and welcome back to Middle-earth. I'm Father Roderick, aka Brizzly, that's the name of my dwarf, and I'm joined today by Minulinwen, aka Inge, and uh, she is joining us. Hi, how are you? I'm doing fine. Perfect. We are back, and it's been a while. We apologize for that. Lots of things happening in our normal world, and so we uh, just didn't have the time to venture too much into Middle-earth, but as I said, we're back, and today we're going to take you to what I think is one of the most exciting, most beautiful parts of Middle-earth. It is the famous famous forest of Lorien, uh, or Lothlorien. Uh, in the last two episodes, we visited the Mines of Moria. We uh, made a small excursion to the Mirror Mare, remember, on the uh, east side of the, of the Mines of Moria. Near the entrance, there's this lake that, even during daytime, reflects the stars in the sky. Um, and we also passed, went past that statue of uh, Durin, the dwarf. But we never went, went more to the toward to the east. One of the reasons is that it's actually pretty dangerous to go there because, um, well, this is Par the domain. Paranoid elves. This is the yeah, the domain of the paranoid wood elves, and they will shoot any any uh, visitors that they don't recognize and that they don't know. So uh, we, we spent the night here on the uh, kind, of, kind of on the threshold of, uh, of Lothlorien. There's a small encampment here of uh, a couple of, well, I think there are a couple of elves here, but they've been very friendly. Um, there is some, uh, some rabbit roasting here on a, on a small campfire. It smells delicious, uh, but unfortunately we don't have time to eat because we need to go and look for a an elf that is going to bring us to um, the the biggest settlement here in um, in Lothlorien, Karas Galaton. And that elf is 
Haldir, isn't he? Yeah. He lives uh, lives close to where we are, north of us, on a flat. And a flat is a kind of a treehouse. And that's where the elves of Lorien are famous for. Uh, they uh, they don't live in uh, in settlements on the ground. They live in settlements high up in the trees. And I think that totally matches their very elegant, uh, almost almost angel-like appearance. I mean, these these creatures have been living in the forests, in the woods, uh, forever, and so it makes sense that uh, in, in order to protect yourself in a very easy, cheap way from all the orcs and and dangerous creatures uh, that that uh, are are. are Roaming around the forest during nighttime, you just climb a tree and you build a you build a house there, or even an entire city, which we will, which is something that we will see later. But let's first go uh, look for for Haldir. Um, is it far away, or should I get my goat, or can I walk? Uh, you can walk, but your goat will probably go faster. Okay, let me get my goat. <laughs> Here we go. So it's uh, it's dawn. Yeah. It was a very, uh, uh, you know, non-eventful night, fortunately. Here's a little a bit of water that we have to cross. Now, is this part of a river, or uh, where does this water come yeah, from? Yeah, this, this river is, is actually um, coming from the Misty Mountains, so the, the mines of Moria are in the, in the ma- um, underneath the Misty Mountains. Yes. And uh, like you just said, um, the Miromare mm-hmm. is, uh, is a big lake. Um, which is fed by some uh, some waterfalls, mm-hmm. and it streams all the way um, it, as a river to to the, ri- the big, the great river Anduin, which is and, um, east of where we are currently. Yeah, so the um, Lothlorien is between mm-hmm. the Miramir and Anduin River. So that piece of land between that's that's Lorien, yes. and the river we are now uh, standing in is called the Celebrant. And, and when I turn to it, my right, I can see the waterfall coming down from the Miramare. And so I assume that Miramare itself is filled with water that is out actually melting water from the mountains. Yes. So yes. this is this water is way too cold for this dwarf. I don't like this stuff. <laughs> but uh, back on land here. The area is, by the way, is absolutely stunning. Uh, the, the trees have this gray bark. Uh, is that how you call it? The outside of a tree? <laughs> yeah. And this is uh, one of uh, Haldir's brothers, Rumil. Who, this elf here? This elf here with oh, a bow. I didn't know that. And he's standing guard here. I suppose that these yeah. elves are uh, uh, um, protecting the entrance to Lothlorien. Yeah, so they will shoot at everything that moves. Especially dwarves. So they, 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 hate, they shoot they first and dwarves. ask questions later. Oh, there you go. Um, I can see a bridge over there in the distance, but it seems to be broken or it's, there's something happened, and so you can't really cross the bridge. You have to uh, actually go through the water. Yeah. Perhaps the elves did it themselves just to uh, make it even e- more difficult to uh, to access uh, Lothlorien. Yeah. Now here's a small pond. Uh, again, it's a bit of a, it's not really a waterfall on my left, but uh, I'll, I'll have to swim here. Um, yeah, and there's just a small island in, the, in a... Yes. With a statue of Nimrodel. Is that Nimrodel? So the area here is surrounded by mountains and these beautiful gray trees and the leaves of the trees are uh, have this golden hue, um, especially in the morning sunlight. Absolutely stunning. Yeah, that's why it's called the golden wood. I have to admit, even as an elf, that uh, or even as a dwarf, that the elves have a certain taste and they know to pick their locations for their settlements. 
So yeah. tell me about this statue. Yeah, this is, uh, before we go to Haldir, this is uh, uh, Nimrodel. And Nimrodel um, was an elf made of Lothlorien. And mm -hmm. um, she uh, um, traveled in the, into the southern lands of Middle-earth and became lost in the White Mountains about in the Third Age. Yes. And um, she um, she lived in Lothlorien um, way before the Cinder and the Nolder came, and she was not so happy with the newcomers. And she thought, well, they they, they will bring trouble in in uh, into Middle Earth and mm -hmm. to the Golden Forest. And uh, she would uh, live separately separately near the river, and that's the the, the Nimrodel River, and because that's called after her. Could it and be that this the was the place where she lived? That that's the reason that oh, there's a statue? That, that, that's where we come to later. Okay. Um, and there was a s one Sinda. So that's, uh, Sinda is a, um, one, yes, yeah, Sindar, that's a not in plural. And mm -hmm. the singular is Sinda. Okay. So it's kind of a kind of elf. And, um, and she, uh, she loved, she loved him, uh, called Amroth. And she's, uh, he loved her back. Mm -hmm. But uh, he refused to. She, they refused to marry. And and then uh, of course the Balrog uh, awoke, and uh, she uh, she fled. Uh, and but she she went to Fangorn first, and that's south, if you remember. Mm -hmm. And um, where there, Emroth uh, uh, found her, and promised her peace. And they traveled to Etheland in them, um, and they went there. there they went to the Grey Havens and set uh, sail to the Undying Lands. So, yeah. Right. That's a little bit her story. It's a huge statue, especially for a dwarf like me. And uh, she looks like a very gracious lady. I have to say that um, uh, even on this kind of crude statue, which is kind of worn by the... Well, it's close to the waterfall, as you can tell. So uh, it's, it's you can see the stone, but there's also a lot of... Uh, uh, green vegetation on her dress but despite that she looks very elegant she has her right hand stretched out as if she's yeah. I don't know admiring something or or perhaps I don't know what the, what the gesture means but well, uh, I think what she calling. does yeah uh, is um, there's a, another part of the story so um, they, uh, they they set sail to the undying lands w w accompanied by a small staff of sylvan elves and um, all went well until they reached the White Mountains, and they became separated. Amrod uh, reached Edholand uh, way before the others, and he um, he wa wanted to wait his love aboard uh, for the aboard of their ship. And then they, but there was a huge storm. The ship swept out of the of port. Amrod leaped overboard, hoping to swim back to shore, but he was um, yeah he was taken by the currents and drowned. And she mm -hmm. had settled for a while at the river Gelrain. And she st sat by the starlit uh, stream and felt in a long sleep. Mm -hmm. And she journeyed further when she woke up, but she found no ship. And Emirate was long gone. And um, whatever she did afterwards lost her time. So probably she's now standing at, sh at shore looking for uh, Emirate. So probably she is gazing into the distance. What a sad romantic story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poor, poor elf. Yeah. Um, I, in the distance, I can see, I can actually see Laura, and uh, let let me ask if she can join us. Uh, that would be wonderful, um, because of course Laura also is, has great knowledge of these these regions here in Middle Earth. 
And so I am going to try to add her to our uh, little fellowship here. And uh, in the meantime, Hello. hey, Laura, can you hear us? I can. Wonderful. I can hear you, yes. Thank you so much for joining us today in Middle-earth. We are going to explore Lothlorien. And uh, we are actually on this small island uh, south of the first settlement, uh, even before you enter Lothlorien. And we are going to ah. visit Haldir to ask yeah, him to... we're actually standing on an island mi in the middle of Nimrodel, mm -hmm. watching a statue of Nimrodel. And I just uh, told her sad story oh, about yes. her looking out for Emlyn. Very tragic. So let's, uh, let's uh, climb that ladder over in the mountain. I hope they're not going to be... Uh, freaked out by the presence of a, a dwarf. Well, let me go first. I, I, at least I am an elf. Yes. Tell them that the small guy with a big beard is... Uh, they probably smelled you already, so <sighs> don't... Although, not although if funny. they don't know you, they'll shoot you no matter if you're an elf or a well, dwarf. Yes, or... I know, I know. That's why we want to talk to Haldir. So let me so, climb yeah, he, he this tells, tree. He tells me you can go up. Oh my goodness, Look! look at this. What a beautiful sight from here. The um, platform on which I'm standing is circular, um, and it's it's wooden, but it uh, they, they they painted it with these beautiful geometrical patterns, uh, very elegant. Uh, in the distance, I can see the the big waterfall on the left coming down the mountains, and I cannot see Lake Miramir from here. It's uh, it's hidden behind the part of the mountain in the forefront and then I really can't tell what's on the right because the, there's an overhanging branch here with uh, too too much foil, foliage so um, so where is Haldir let's see I'm standing next to him oh, here he is many strangers have wandered in our fair eaves of late hmm and so he we looks we may have need of your help Ooh. if you offer it willingly well, actually, we need your help, uh, Haldir. Uh, <laughs> we would like to go and explore Lothlorien, but as a dwarf, I'm, I'm aware that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not really welcome here in this area. And so perhaps you can help us to get there. Because um, I think that is Haldir kind of a... What is poli his political uh, function in this entire thing? Is, is he a leader? Is he, you know kind of in command of the security force uh, of, of Lothlorien? I think it's called a March Warden, but I don't know exactly know what it is. Well, a warden sounds like someone <laughs> who is uh, who's definitely protecting the area. Yeah, I think that's what what Haldir does. He's in charge of, uh, of the forces that, uh, of the elven forces that surround Lothlorien and, and basically try to keep the evil the orcs uh, that might come down from Moria out of Lothlorien. He, uh, he's actually a pretty simple guy for, for such an important uh, job. He's wearing this uh, blue tunic, brown trousers, uh, beautifully crafted, but uh, still not, not very you know, exuberant in terms of uh, clothing. But then again, he's a warden, so he pr probably also has to sometimes just fight. And so a practical attire is, uh, is probably uh, better than uh, you know, elaborate elven dresses. Yeah, and it has to be comfortable for sleeping in the, the crooks of trees and things like that, true, right? True, true. <laughs> so these elves just live here on platforms. And I, I assume that this is part of, it's just a very simple way to protect yourself from the from you know any dangerous animals or or even orcs i don't know are there any orcs here in this area there are a few and they have a wooden they have kind of a, a rope ladder how do you call that 
so they can um, um, pull the ladder in if, if there's danger. So oh, okay. People can, so they are up shooting arrows and the p people be below cannot ca uh, get to them because the ladder is, is pulled up. You can see if you look uh, at the ladder, mm -hmm. there's a crank kind of uh, oh, at the true. right yes. hand side I where you can roll it up. Very smart. Smart thinking. And then of course this, uh, this is uh, a place that it w where they can uh, defend the area. Uh, they can find shelter. It's, they could probably also sleep here. The, um, the climate in Lothlorien is actually pretty mild. It's uh, definitely uh, a lot more sunny, kind of springtime feel than uh, the area around the entrance uh, to, uh, uh, to Moria, to the mines of Moria. And there are more, many more trees here. And uh, Inge, you told me earlier that uh, the reason that around Lake Miramir there are no trees is because there's been this big battle and at one point yeah. they, they, many dwarves died and they had to burn their corpses, basically. Yeah, so they had to chop down all the trees right. uh, in, the, in the dale to, to fuel the fires. I see. Wasn't, wasn't that the Battle of the Dale, uh, Laura, where that happened? I don't, you know, I don't remember the name of the battle, but I do know there were the the dwarves and the and the orcs, wasn't it? Yeah. From Moria, it had just the the giant battle. Um, <clears throat> but I don't. Uh, I'm not an expert on dwarf history, so <laughs> I don't remember the name name of the battle. I forgive you. <laughs> I should okay. I should know all about this. Yeah, okay, I'm an elf. I don't. I can't keep up. With there that. you go. I'm a dwarf, <laughs> but not not really a, sco a scholar. <laughs> I'll just go down this ladder again, and uh, let's head to uh, into Lothlorien, hoping that no nobody will shoot at us. <laughs> this is such a beautiful place. Even the this small lake here is um, has almost a magical feel to it, because it's uh, it's covered in in these yellow golden leaves and uh yeah probably from the trees falling down i know but they look like uh fallen stars almost it's so beautiful but cold very cold so i'm swimming to the other side of the of the pond and then i'll just get my goat let's see where am i where's my goat There it is. All right. Um, so we are heading to towards Karas Galaton, and we're following the yeah. uh, or Galaton, Gal Gal Galaton. <laughs> Sounds a little bit Japanese. These but. these elven names, uh, and and the road is actually parallel to the Calabrant River. So we're yeah. we're heading towards the Anduin, and uh, the road is also surrounded by forest basically a big forest on our left and a big forest on our on our right now i've lost this elf where are you, <laughs> you i'm at the me? other side so there's a little uh shallow point point in the river mm -hmm. you can see uh, uh there's a broken bridge and to the right of that bridge for you to your at your side there's a, a kind of a uh, Oh, that's, path. oh, sorry, that that's, that's where I have to... I was it, instinctively going back to the uh, to the broken bridge, but I can't cross there. So, moving yeah. up here. Now I'm on the other side of the broken bridge. And now there are some Galad, uh, Galadrim uh, people Archers. warning us. Yes, uh, yes. So, um, they, 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 say, they say, well, you have to let these leave, but um, they are not sure about us themselves, so... 
Yes, you you may not enter unless you are acquainted with the Galadrim, which yeah, I am. The elves of Lorien are called Galadrim. So there's a, another platform to our left. Yes. The ladder. So it's kind of a sentry post. Yes, I suppose these are just outlooks. And oh my goodness, the forest is so beautiful this early in the morning. There's this yeah, golden cool. haze uh, in the distance, and it's as if the entire forest is uh, is just in the, covered by this mist of you know golden. This golden mist. It's absolutely stunning. Most of the trees are extremely tall, which which suggests that this is a very ancient forest. Yeah, isn't Lord Lorien? Isn't that also the name of a Vala? Uh, Laura? Uh, Lorien was his name. Oh. Um, Here's another statue, by the way, of. Uh, yeah, Nimrodel again. Of Nimrodel. Yeah. So she has a lot of fans. And this is another statue. Could this be the uh, her lover? Amrod. Could be, yeah. Amrod, let me see. Looks like so, a. This is kind of an elf with, uh, with a stick. Yes, he's or? got a. A stick in his right hand, definitely an elf. Uh, again, looks very like a very noble, noble. Well, a noble elf. That's kind of automatic. <laughs> it's always the case. Elves are, are always noble looking. And uh, yeah, he seems to be traveling, but it's hard to tell whether this is him. But you know, this close to the statue of Nimrodel makes sense yeah. that it's him. And I think the, the name Lady's Rest also indicates that that's close to the place place where Nimrodel actually lived. So the, she lived at the at the center of the right. end at the edge of the forest, close to the Nimrodel River. Well, actually, the river was called after her. So. I see, and the um, the lady that the the guards at the the entrance to the Lothlorien were talking about. I suppose that's Lady Galadriel. Yes. Yes. And she is uh, with her spouse. She's the ruling. They are ruling couple of uh, of the of the forest. So Galadriel and. Uh, Celeborn. That's how you pronounce it, right? Celeborn. Celeborn, yes. I cannot wait to uh, to meet them. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is so beautiful. It's I've even never... more beautiful at night. Well, actually, I, I prefer to be able to see where I go. I'm always a bit uh, nervous in areas where, as a dwarf, I've never been. We're crossing, so we are now passing a yeah, bridge. We're, we're crossing a bridge, which looks very, again, elven, very elegant. Yes, and same kind of architecture as the bridge you would, you would find in, uh, for example, in, um, Rivendell. Same yes, kind of bridge, overgrown much. with leaves. And I'm in front of a staircase that leads upwards, and in the distance, I can see the same tall trees that uh, populate the forest, but this, these trees. Um, have beautiful platforms um, that look a bit like sometimes in the, in the forest you will see these uh, uh, um, oh what's the word these 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 um, <laughs> God mushrooms you know the the, the kind of the mushrooms that go all around the uh, a branch or something like that well here fungus. they fungus they they look like fungi in, in the trees but uh, these are just beautiful elegant. Uh, settlements for the for the elves. Oh, there's a another bridge, 
and in front of me a a, a, a fence, an entrance uh, here uh, with a guard standing on the left of it. And on top of this uh, porch, there are three things. I don't know what these ornaments are. Oh, this is the first time that I noticed that actually the 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 archway itself is made out of two statues of elves and they stretch out their hands uh, yeah. to form the upper part of the of the doorway yeah and i think that the, the, there are three three trees uh say that three five times fast but they, they, they are on uh, so i think they are holding trees or something like that or holding hands I wonder and they both wear crowns so i think um, they are the first rulers. Hmm. Um, so maybe this is. Um, is it, wasn't Amroth the first ruler of L uh, Lorien? The forest? Um, Amroth. Well, there's different stories about Amroth, so, and I'm not completely clear on all of them, but I thought the statues were um, Galadriel and um, her husband. But these that could also be yeah. Th these two statues here in the at the entrance of uh, of of this how do you call this is this a city is this a, it looks like a city in the trees yeah citadel I think citadel uh, they their hair you know the the hairdress the crown the 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 dress it, it evokes ancient times uh, they don't look like the modern elves that we've seen uh, earlier on yeah they so also the, overgrown with kind of moss. Yeah, this must be must have been there for a long, long time. So let's enter. Well, yeah, well, you know, Galadriel and uh, Celebrimbor. Uh, Cal mm -hmm. Is that his name? <laughs> There's so many elves that have similar names. Celebrimbor yeah. um, <clears throat> uh, was an Erechian, I think. Uh, uh, I'll look it up here in a second, just to be sure. But um, they are among the oldest elves that are still in Middle-earth. You know, Galadriel was was born in, in Valinor, and so she has been around since before the sun rose. So she's she's been around for a long time, and her husband is, is um, has been around just as long, although he never, he never went to Valinor. So. So, so they are basically as old as the world is. Yeah. And about mm -hmm. the same age as Gandalf, oh, yeah. right? Well, Gandalf is is a Maiar, so he's actually um, basically immortal. He was around before even um, before even the world began. So Incredible. We are welcomed by a couple of elves here. Um <laughs> Silf Silfind, Donadaget, Mithen, Belvagor and Rilatel, and yeah. they're carrying these very beautiful banners um, with some kind of a... I'm not sure what the emblem uh, represents. It looks like a golden tree and some kind of a purple jewel at the roots of the tree, and then there's the... the, the the, the foliage is, is all beautifully you know, golden and it it's radiates light. Um, so the banners kind of depict the kind of trees that are all over the place here in, uh, in, in Lothlorien. Now, I, I am a bit lost here. There's so many trees and so many platforms in those trees. Where do we go to find Galadriel? 
Uh, yeah, follow me. I know where they where they are. Very good. This seems to it's, be kind of a protected area. Her husband's area. name is Caliborn. Caliborn, there you go. Caliborn. I don't know why that slipped my mind, but Caliborn. We're going up some some more stairs, or this is actually another river or a bit of water. Two elves are making music, playing a flute on this bridge, on this wooden bridge. And uh, I'm trying to keep track of, <laughs> of Inge. And there we go. And so this almost looks like a park with all the twists and turns in the road. The yeah, basically it is a park. It's just uh, yeah, very well kept. Um, yes. There's are gardeners everywhere, uh, uh, elves standing around. These trees must be even older than any of the other trees that we've seen in the forest because they are enormous. Uh, really gigantic trees. Uh, let me get off my goat here. What is this? I, love, is I love this pond. Oh, this is wonderful. There's a, a fountain here. Yeah. Look at the fountain. It's actually a swan. Is it now? Oh, I fell into the pond. Way to go, Grizzly. How do I get out? Sorry. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I'm too small for this. Let it harsh. Oh wow! Look at that. Yes. What a. This is it's one of the of, most. It's kind of like a swan. Absolutely. It's, it's protecting. It's, it's, it has stretched, stretched wings. And um, yeah, that's the back part of the fountain. And beautiful. And uh, so I this is the place where uh, the elves. They are kind of um, pr perched elves. Mm -hmm. so kind of uh, who carry. Um, jars with water and they will get the water here and then they run around uh, run errands everywhere and um, deliver water to all the, uh, the flats. Wonderful. This place is called Selurlin um, and this entire place is also called the City of the Lord and the Lady. Of course referring to Galadriel and of course we're going to try to find that lady now. Yeah, so follow me please. going to try to hop back onto this Road. How do I get on here? It's like I'm too small for this for this town. Just start at the beginning. This is not very dwarf friendly. Yeah, well, that's because the elves of Lorien have some issues with the dwarves of Moria because of the Balrog. They they blame the the, the dwarf and their and their greed for the whole uh, Bal uh, Balrog thing. And mm. everyone when they meet and yeah, especially the dwarves of the Iron Hill. Um, they, they, yeah, they don't go go along very well. But they, they, they used to be friends, but uh, since the Balrog uh, discovery and, and all the uh, misery that came from it, um, yeah, it, 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 it has been uh, lukewarm ever since. Yeah. Hey, but uh, just just so you know, the Balrog wasn't a dwarf; uh, it was another creature. So don't blame us too much. Yeah. Uh, so we were following a path uh, that circles around this big tree. It's one of the biggest trees here in the. In Caras uh, uh, Galadon, Galadon, uh, carved out of the uh, part of the tree, or even part of the roots of the tree. But in order to get higher up, we need to scale this ladder, right? Yeah. So we go up. Okay. And then there's a whole series of platforms. Oh wow! I'm already lost. 
And again, not very friendly towards dwarves because there are no rail don't railings. Don't look down. Just don't look down. I'm already getting nauseous <laughs> when I look down. <gasps> look at how high I am. Oh, I, can I said see, don't look down. I can see the fountain down below, and it's tiny. <laughs> it was enormous just a few minutes ago. Yeah, this has to be one of the biggest trees in Middle Earth, I'm sure. It's gigantic. Uh, don't elves ever fall off? <laughs> I know this elf has. Can't speak for the other elves. Oh, here's a <laughs> flat runner, F-L-E-T. I suppose that's the name of these platforms, right? Flats. Yeah. The ways of Karas Galadon are open to you, says this elf. Is, oh, this Galadriel. is... This is her. Oh, my yes. goodness. Oh, let me just greet her. I'm bowing down for this wonderful, beautiful elf. This is one of the most... And our husband is standing next to Stunningly looking killing. elves. Oh, yeah, there's a husband. What a pity. Uh, Celeborn. Yeah, you look like a good chap as Caliborn. well. Caliborn. Caliborn. Yeah. yeah. Both of them are dressed in very elegant white robes with uh, golden ornaments. They wear these crowns uh, that look like branches. And Galadriel is absolutely a stunning elf, I have to say, uh, even for dwarven standards. Uh, this is this is a really beautiful elf. Um, so tell me about Galadriel. So she's she's very very old, very ancient. She is she that like the queen of the elves. Uh, she yeah, the leader. She, her, the name uh, uh, Galadriel uh, means maiden crowned by a radiant garland. So that's her hair is like a radiant garland. Oh. So that's what what her name means. Didn't and she? She's, she's yeah. I think a Noldor elf. Yes, she is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she is. She's one of the. Um, one of the. Probably, the, I think the third generation of of elves, um, and she actually came. She, like I said, she was born in Valinor, mm -hmm. and when the elves um, revolted in Valinor, she came back to Middle Earth along with along with the rebels. And uh, you know that's what the that's what the entire Silmarillion is about. So you'd have to read that that whole book to find out um, her story, where she comes in in that. But in the middle of the Second Age, um, she crossed through Moria and settled here in Lothlorien. Right, and it was also uh, Galadriel that brought these trees to the area. Um, th these these trees are called Malorn trees, and so she she brought them with her from, from wherever she came. And then, uh, well, if you look at the trees and how old they are, you, you can guess how old Galadriel is actually. Um, so the a little bit of information about Karas Galadon. Um, it's it's the uh, it's it's totally built in the middle of. And, and partially on top of, uh, of these Malorn trees. Uh, it was built by Amroth in the Third Age, quickly became the most populated place of Lothlorien, and by the end of the age, it became the most important settlement of the Galadrim in Middle-earth. Um, the city was built inside the forest of Lothlorien, near the point where the rivers Calibrand and Anduin met, close to the eastern border of the realm. Although its position at the end of uh, 
Egladil, the angle, name given to the lands between the two rivers and location of the forest, and con consequently near the Anduin favored communication through Middle-earth, it made the city more vulnerable to attacks from Dol Guldur, which is east from here, fortress of Sauron, um, something that eventually happened during the War of the Ring. It is thought that the city was constructed to prevent such an event, but Tolkien never included an explanation for it in his books. The city was also called the City of Light and Song. And, well, I get the light part. I haven't heard any songs, but I hear beautiful music in the, in the background. A little bit about the architecture. As every space available had to be used to create the residence of the elves, the city was constructed inside and around the surrounding trees, which gave it its common name. To help navigation inside the city, several stairs were made out of the main tree, which was lit by green flames during the night. There were also constructed talons, tree platforms built in close proximity to the stairs and the trees. These structures created horizontal surfaces which could be used for shelter and to guard the city from intruders. There were no entrance doors to the city which faced north, and the fellowship had to be guided through a wide road which summoned, surrounded the city and its moat to the southern part of Karas Galadon, where its entrance was found. That's the entrance that we just uh, uh, yeah, came through. Yeah, sorry, just went. Mm -hmm. Other interesting places inside the city were Karas Galadon's fountain, which we just admired, the palace of Galadriel and Caliborn, which is where we are now, and the mirror of Galadriel, which Frodo Baggins and Semwise Gamgee looked at during their one month stay in, uh, in Karas Galadon. Yeah, we can go there next if you want. And did you notice that, uh, at least where I'm standing, as you were talking about the lights of the city, the lights actually came on Ooh. because it's it's dusk right now. Oh, wow. Wonderful. So uh, the palace itself, I suppose, is, is also built here in the trees, but we cannot really enter it, or, or can we? Not, not the palace, it's not over here. Oh. But there are other platforms where we can enter. Okay. And uh, the houses. Can can we enter one of these? Because I'm so curious to see what's inside. Yeah, we have to go first. We have to go go all the way down. Okay. And let's, then let's run to that. another platform, which has a house. Of course, the palace is not uh, um, open to the public. Okay. Um, too bad. Makes sense, of course. Ah, oh, but still. So curious. Okay, we're a little bit lower. Came down that ladder. Uh, where do I go now? Okay, so we'll just follow this blue path down it's the... kind of a carpet or... Yeah, I don't on, know. On, I on top of uh, some wooden platforms. I so think it's, it's going all painted. around the tree, so it's not in the tree, but it's uh, kind of yeah, attached to the tree. And there are some garlands of light which are on during the night. Uh, yeah, I love those. I wonder what they're made of. Like gems or... Yeah, I don't know. But Maybe Magic. the same thing they used to light Moria, those crystals. Could very well be, yes. Yeah. So we can go this way, okay. and then we can go to, um, that's the Talon uh, Galadrim. So that's a platform where uh, um, it's kind of a marketplace. So there's a, there's a vault, a bank where you can store your stuff, and um, there are all kinds of vendors of all kinds of things. Okay. It's so impressive to see these um, platforms and the bridges that connect them. Here's another statue. 
probably Nimrodel again. Looks like so. me. I think so too, yes. We're uh, getting off the, the official path here. I hope there are no it's, gardeners. I'm taking a short... Um, a shortcut, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, here's a small tent. Look at that. Yes. We can go uh, to a bigger tent uh, after we have uh, cli uh, climbed another tree. Oh, wow. I love the way that they constructed this. Uh, it's basically... Suspended looks, from a tree. Yes, it looks like a net and, uh, you know, a very good protection against mosquitoes. <laughs> I, I doubt they, they are here. They have mosquitoes here. You can climb up this ladder and then go to, uh, to the big marketplace. Okay, let's do that. Alright, so we're on one of these platforms, and over there on the other side, you can see some elves and a mailbox and what looks like an entrance. Very good. So, yeah, if you look up all the way, so there's a kind of a house around yes. the tree. Yes. And if you look up, there's a platform on top of that, so that would be another house, so it's kind of a. Oh. They are kind of draped around, uh, uh, around the tree trunks. Multiple trees. Yes, they're uh, so cylindrical. You, for, pe for people who never have been here, so you, there's a group of trees standing here, and they have made a huge wooden platform to connect all the trees, so you don't have to climb all the trees separately. But they have kind of suspended a huge platform, and on top of the platform, or around the trees, they have built some houses. Makes sense. So let's enter this one, open the doors. So this oh. is kind of the auction hall. Look so there at are that. benches here where you can sit up on and, and take your bids or yeah, one and there are two auctioneers standing here. Yes. And indeed uh, the uh the, the inside of the house is lit by uh by crystals. There are uh, green crystals hanging from the top of the ceiling and uh they're flu fluorescent. So this this whole interior of this building uh, uh, is uh, has this eerie kind of strange green light or perhaps I shouldn't say eerie but it's it's kind of magical and then of course they've got some lady singing in the somewhere I can't see her but she definitely is not a dwarf I can tell that for sure so let's get out of here get outside so again yeah, there are more houses here there's the bank here and if you go mm -hmm. um, up a ladder there's a crafting area okay well here. I think I, I just wanted to see one of these houses on the inside. And so, uh, w are we going to see the mirror of Galadriel? Yeah, we can do that. We can also visit the fellowship first. Okay, let's go see if we can find Frodo. So we can uh, walk here, and there's a mm -hmm. kind of um, where you. I think that's where you where you go went as well. Yeah, there's a kind of a, of a staircase going down mm -hmm. uh, and down and down and down because there. Are two ways here where you can uh, access the upper platforms that's by doing a ladder or by <laughs> doing this uh, staircase because if you for example <coughs> are one of the elves uh, carrying water you cannot do that uh, if you uh, ha also have to climb a staircase so there that's why they have those uh, uh, stairs Makes around sense. the tree so you can um, transport crates and all kinds of stuff up, up the tree these elves smart creatures they, they thought of, of everything. I'm so. getting dizzy. It's just circles yeah. around and around and around. That's the downside. <sighs> so I usually take a ladder if I want to go up and down because it's fa uh, easier, faster. Okay, I'm down. But, I'm at the foot so, of the tree again. Uh, so, so where do we go? Can, 
we can go um, to the fellowship. Look at these big roots of the tree. Huh. They almost look like uh, the uh, arches of a cathedral. Yeah, you can uh, walk underneath them. So we now uh, are looking for a big tent uh, on the on the uh, on the bottom where mm -hmm. the fellowship is a part of the fellowship is staying. So we're now running there. And if you look up uh, between the trees, there's there's the, oh everywhere there's this uh, are these garlands of, of crystals. And if you are here during the night, they are all lit. So it's like if you it's really fairy tale land. Uh, Beautiful. Oh, I can see a big tent here in front of me. Well, this is another one. They are in here. It's, it's kind of a very fine, finely woven fabric. Yes. It's, it's, it's transparent. So is the fellowship inside this one or is it another one? No, it's another one near near oh, okay. the where we just went. Yeah. Yeah, Galadriel. So we need to go up there. I'm trying to keep up with you. Keep in mind that I'm a dwarf. I have small legs. It's all muscle, you said, so you can run, right? I can, but it just takes me more steps to get anywhere. Oh, here's another statue of a an elf. I haven't seen any dwarven statues. Yeah, you're not too likely to see any dwarf statues in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in I know. I was just, you know, just mentioning it. <laughs> so this is another big pavilion. Ooh, that's a big tent. Yeah. It's kind of windy here. It's because we are up the hill. Oh, the, compa the company's pavilion. Yeah. And so here is Aragorn. Aragorn. Hello. I haven't seen him. So look who's forever. sleeping on a bench. Welcome to Kara's Galadon, Brisley. Is it not a beautiful city? It certainly is. It's too bad that it's in infested with elves. I didn't say that. <laughs> who else is here? <laughs> oh, this is... Peregrine, Peregrine took, took and he's sleeping. Pippin. Yeah. At least he's not causing trouble while he's sleeping. Ah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, fast asleep. Doesn't want to yeah. talk to us. So where's Frodo? Well, he's somewhere else, uh, outside of the city. Okay. Um, there's a reason why Aragorn is here and not where we, not on this hill where we are going next. Mm -hmm. That's because um, the memory of that hill is too painful for him right now. Really? Because uh, we will come to that later. Okay. The rest of the, uh, the, the fellowship is at uh, Karen Amroth. And right. that's the, the hill where uh, Arwen, Arwen, when she was in uh, Lorien, visiting, visiting her grandmother. Okay, we definitely have to go there. But, but, but first of all, this, this mirror of Galadriel. I'm so curious yeah. where that is, because I don't think I've ever seen it. <clears throat> We're going down the slopes of this so hill again. Yes. I have to do a quick peek on my map. See if we go the right way. If, I, if it is where I think it is, yeah, it is where I think it is. Very it's good. I don't have to worry about my memory yet. So I'm getting old, but elves can get very old. <laughs> so I hear water this, uh, again. What's this? We could have reached. Oh, we've been here. This is the yeah. flute playing elves again. Let's, let's see. Um, how do we get there? I think we have to go down here and to the left. It's in the corner of the, the city. 
What do I hear in the distance there? Strange sound. It's kind of like a sort of, yeah, wood makes noise when you. Oh, you think? It's just the, the trees themselves? Oh, you have to go the other way. I thought you could go it, it like there. Okay. Um, so. Up the stairs again. Yeah, there's, there's, this there's elf um, Lintwin. There's our rings, so the all the the, the streets are, are uh, running in circles. Hmm. So there's a ring, and then there's an outer ring, and then so the outmost ring we need to take. How confusing compared to the very straightforward navigation inside the mines of Moria. I think dwarves are a little bit better at constructing roads and making sure that you don't get lost. <laughs> don't laugh. Elf. I'm just laughing thinking about Moria and how many times I got lost in Moria. But you're an elf, of course you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is Lost Dearth. I will yeah. not abandon hope. I will return to oh. Teline Nadwil as often as I must. He looks like a, almost like a Venetian uh, carnival character. He's got this strange cloak with uh, a mask. I think he's from the hidden card. Oh, well. It doesn't look too hidden to me. Kind of Galadriel's it's... personal guard. Wow, what is this? This looks this fantastic. Is <gasps> oh my goodness, this is amazing. I'm on top of a stair uh, case, looking down, uh, and, and there's this circular garden in below uh, with just plenty of beautiful trees and flowers and little patches of green, and it is absolutely stunning. You never be, have been here before? I don't remember, but it's amazing. Uh, all these, these these platforms with uh, with with greenery, they kind of remind me of rice fields almost in the way that they're structured. And uh, beautifully well-kept yeah, trees. Yeah, like they're terraces. Yeah. Terraces, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. And in the center, there is a, a, a small circular patch, and then just ahead of that, I can see two big statues. Uh, so let me go down the stairs. This is a beautiful area. Fantastic. Yeah, there's a waterfall with with a small pond. Oh, nice pink and, and purple flowers. Yes, it's beautiful, isn't it? Oh, look at that. Even the more statues of elves with... Uh, whoa. Beautiful. Everything is green and purple here. And this is the center of the garden with the mirror. This is the mirror. Oh, there's a little stream. It circles around it. Again, uh, full of uh, these golden leaves that look like stars. And right here in the center of this patch is uh, the mirror itself, which is basically just a... Uh, looks like a plate with uh, a can of water next to it. Uh, a jar. Uh, a, 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 yeah, a, a metal jug, or it looks like, yeah, I suppose it's metal, and then the... A little pitcher, yeah. yeah. And so, how, how do I look into this mirror? How does it work? Is it magic? Is it... Do you pour yeah, water in it? Yeah, I think Galadriel needs to help you with it. Yeah, Galadriel because... would have to do it for oh, you. <laughs> okay. And there's a stat statue of both Galadriel and Celeborn over here. Okay, let me... Behind the mirror walk up the stairs and look at this statue. You think it's, it's Galadriel? Has to be. It could be, uh... uh it could be, uh... Nimrodel. Nimrodel. 
could also be. She looks very Isn't much Emeril, like Nimrod. Is the son of Galadriel and Celeborn? Well, there's a couple Conflict. different variations. I, I don't think. I, I think the the most accepted version. He was uh, the last Sylvan lord of um, of Lothlorien. So before Galadriel, or, or Galadriel and uh, her husband Celeborn. 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 Um, contacted, were in contact with the elves that were already living here, and then they came over, they came uh, in the Second Age through Moria and settled here. But uh, Nimrodel and Amroth were already the, the lord and lady of, of this area, and they were, they were sylvan elves. So, you know, in, in one, in, if you read one version of the story, Amroth is related to Galadriel, but the, I think the most accepted version He's not. He's he's a Sylvan elf, the the Lord of uh, Lothlorien before she came, before Galadriel came. Yeah, a Sylvan elves are wood elves. Sylvan means wood. Yes, right? like Legolas would be. Yeah, uh, a Sylvan elf. So let me walk back to this fascinating mirror of Galadriel, and I fall off a thing again. I just uh, I'm getting soaked all the time in this elven. Elven country. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry that we okay. didn't take your statue into the uh, I'm here at the mirror. So <clears throat> here's some information about the mirror of Galadriel. It was a silver basin of water. Is it ba basin or basin? Basin. basin. A basin. Silver basin of water used by Galadriel in Lorien, which could show the viewer events in the past, present, or even the future. Galadriel and the Fellowship of the Ring says that she can command her mirror to show different things, but that what it shows unbidden is often more profitable. She claims that the mirror can show the past, present, and future, and she offers both Frodo Baggins and Sam Gamgee the chance to look into the mirror, and they accept. Sam sees a vision of Frodo asleep under a cliff and of himself climbing an endless stair. He also sees Tad Sandyman cutting down trees and his old gaffer being expelled from his hobbit hole. Frodo sees a vision of either Saruman or Gandalf and a glimpse of the sea and a black ship with a white fortress with seven towers. The last thing he sees in the mirror is the eye of Sauron and the heat of Sauron's gaze as he searches for Frodo cause and, and as he searches for Frodo, Frodo and this causes the water to steam. Ooh, eerie. So what was the ship that Frodo saw? <clears throat> Do we know that? The ship that uh, took him over to uh, over to to, to uh, the Lonely Isle or Tol mm. Arisea. Um or I wonder if maybe it was the ships that that Aragorn came up after the paths yeah, could also be. Yeah. In the paths of the dead. And what about yeah. the the White Fortress with seven towers? I okay. think that's the White City of Ingondo. Mm. Yes. Then it would make sense that it maybe other uh, ships, uh, Aragorn came with the Oathbreakers, or the not Oathbreakers who. Uh, yes. To yep. The Oathbreakers. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we we, um, we need to hurry up a little bit, so I'm going to head back to the exit of this garden, uh, if I can find it. That is. You know, just the same way you came in. We, it's very easy. Yes, but it's all kind of circling around, and I, as a dwarf, I can't really tell where I am. So, you know, we dwarves use uh, a, a miraculous invention, which I'm surprised that the elves haven't really, you know, 
used that much here. It's called a sign, and it's really useful if you want to show but people where to go. You don't need a sign here because you, if you go here lots of times in, in eternity, you exactly know where things are. I guess. Yeah. Point taken. Okay, so where are we going next? So let's. Uh, well, this is more. Yeah, the main. We'd already seen the main things of. Um, Kalas Galatan. Yes. Let's go to Seren Amorath next. Okay. How do we get there? Do we uh, have to leave this the city? Yeah, we leave the, the city citadel? and we can. Uh, there's a stable master standing outside of the city, and uh, she uh, rents uh, uh, the stable master rents, rents horses, which know the way to uh, to Karen Amroth. Okay, very good. We can go there. Let's do that and save some time. Again, the third time that I pass by these. Uh, Flute playing elves still really doesn't sound like anything I like. <laughs> Nothing wrong with flutes. Uh, uh, lots of stairs. Yeah, dwarves, they prefer bagpipes, I think. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> lots of noise. Well, at least you can hear them. <laughs> Who's going to play the flute next to this noisy river? It doesn't make sense. You need elven ears to hear it. <laughs> yeah. I think the dwarves must have invented the banjo, too. <laughs> I, as a loud as, instrument. I don't know. As a dwarf, I have no opinion about that. <laughs> if it's loud, it could very well be. Okay, so here is someone, an el another elf with uh, horses. And so, where do I have to go? Valen. Karen Amaroth. Swift travel. Karen Amaroth. Here we go. Her ferrets are pre pretty hefty. But, oh well. I'm, in a, I'm a dwarf, I have plenty of gold. So here we go. This elf looks just like the other one. Alrighty. That's probably what they say of dwarves as well. They all look the same. Yeah, they all small, small <laughs> and they have beards. <laughs> even the females. Of course they have. Yeah, this is, looks pretty nice too. If you see the, the big uh, tree on the top of the... Uh, mm -hmm. has also a, a house on it. And I think that would, would have been the house of Amroth, uh, Laura. Okay. House Amroth was on top of the, the hill, um, right? Or it doesn't I'm exist. I'm assuming so. I don't Siren, I'm not sure. But Karen, Karen Amroth. Amroth. Yeah. Um, yes, that's where. Why does it say February 15th? That's the date um, this happens. So, and if you go here, you see oh. two hobbits. <gasps> there he is, Frodo! Frodo and Sam. Legola seems to enjoy showing off the beauty of Lothlorien, especially to Gimli, says Frodo. Yeah. So you're, Gandalf. You're yeah, so, so this is the date the Fellowship came to Karen Amroth. Right. And, and then Sam says, Gandalf should be here. It isn't right what happened to him. Of course, and this of is course after... referring to the Balrog incident. Yes. You shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So they're still a bit struck by this, you know, this drama that unfolded. So do we have to climb the tree? Do we have to uh Yeah, there's a ladder. There? We can all go up and meet more fellowship members. Let's see who else is here. Um, Gimli is here and Legolas. Looking and into the distance. Gimli says, I would rather be below the ground round than so far above it. So I, yes. I, I, think, I think he doesn't really like it. That's my kind of dwarf. <laughs> and in the background, you see a group of much taller trees, um, and that's actually the city yeah. of, uh, where we just went. 
<laughs> Kim Lee says, Yes, the trees are very pretty. I say we climb back, back to the ground now. <laughs> What's he looking at? He's uh... looking at uh, the city. Okay, just, look uh... at, looking at uh, Kara's Galaton. All right, well, I, I agree with Gimli. Let's get, let's get out of here. I'm getting nauseous. Oh, back on the ground. Okay, is there anything else that we can visit in this area? Yeah, this is a, a very uh, important site in uh, Lorien because there are lots of things happened here. All right, tell me about uh, it. This is what I just said. This is uh, as Karen Amroth, so everything that starts with a C. In Elvis, you pronounce with a K as a K. Yes. And Karen Amroth is a is a site of of yeah numerous uh, occasions. So there's it's called the Mount of Amroth, mm -hmm. and there are two um, bloom uh, uh, flowers growing here. Um, uh, Eleanor and uh, there, how is the other one called? Nef Nifredil? Nifredil. Nifredil. Mm -hmm. And so um, there are two, uh, it has two circles of trees growing on it. The outer circle of trees have white bark and the inner have, uh, are melon. And when the wind blows through the branches, you can hear the sound of far off seas and the cries of extinct seabirds uh, there. Let me try, and, let me try, uh, let's listen and see if we can hear something. Hear creepy sounds, but no seagulls. Hmm, could be just my hearing. <laughs> All yeah, right. when he, um, so when the Frodo uh, Frodo just went down from the tree again, because the the whole uh, group was up the tree. Yes. And they followed Haldir up the flat, built in the center tree. Yes. And the others rested in the grass. So uh, so you see also some people are resting in the grass, and um, so they looked at Kalas Galaton from the flat, just like Gimli did uh, mm -hmm. right now. And um, so uh, Aragorn didn't want to go here because um, this is the, er the, 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 the place where he vowed his uh, yeah, eternal love to Arwen. Oh, this is where they, where, where yeah. Arwen also chose to become mortal, right? Yes, and um, at the end of uh, uh, when uh, Aragorn died, this is also the place where she was buried. So she returned to Carrot. Karen Amroth to die, and her grave, uh, Aaron's grave, is the burial site of Arwen and Domiel, the wife of Aragorn II. How sad! How yeah. sad! All so these elves. So this is a very a bittersweet place. So it's uh, the place where Arwen um, Amroth lived. Mm -hmm. So uh, the the spouse of, of the yeah, spouse of uh, Nimrodel, and it's also uh, the place where yeah Aragorn and Arwen plighted their troth. And it was uh, here where Arwen, uh, yeah, went after Argon died. Very That's well. That's the fourth age, 121, when, when it, where she was buried, when she was buried. So this is not happening there's yet. A, there's an interesting side story about uh, Amroth and Nimrodel. Um, Inga, I think you already told the story of how they got separated as they were trying to get to their ship to take them over yeah. to the Undying Lands. Well, it said that. Um, and Nimbardell got lost. It said that uh, some members of her party got lost too, and that someone in the party or or members of the party actually intermarried with the um, the people down there. And if you re remember the pin the princes of Dol Amroth, um, yes. south of Gondor, it, it said they have some elvish blood, um, perhaps from Nimbardell's the some of the people in Nimrodel's party who may have intermarried with them. So, a little side note there. 
But I'm down here talking to Mary, who's uh, who's wandering around uh, in one of the yep. glades around here. Well, yeah, we can go there as well. Th- I think this is a, perhaps a good place to uh, to uh, stop our exploration of Mirkwood for today. Mirkwood is, is not here. Oh, sorry, Lothlorien. I'm already uh, kind of talking <laughs> about where ahead. I want to go next. Yes, <laughs> yeah. because I that Mirkwood is of course a, a vast area, dangerous area, and it's not far from here. So since we're in this area, perhaps next time we can travel there and explore the dangerous forest of Mirkwood. And uh, I have to admit that I would feel much more comfortable being accompanied by uh, at least one or two elves uh, because it's, uh, again, it's a, it's a dangerous area. It's and very dark. Exactly. So It's ex- ex- exactly the opposite of where we are now. Right, indeed. So for now, I think this is uh, this is, is probably a, a good moment to, uh, to end. I want to thank our listeners for joining us today. Uh, during our exploration of, uh, of Lothlorien. You can go to middleearth.sqpn.com for previous and future episodes of this show. And if you go to the main website, sqpn.com, you can find a list of uh, many more podcasts that you might enjoy if you like this one. And of course, if you like Tolkien and you want to stay up to date... to announce this is the end. This is the end, indeed. I'm going now. Sure. I bid you all a very fond farewell. Well, there you go. That's Bilbo. And I was about to say that uh, we have a show that is entirely dedicated to Bilbo and his adventures in Middle-earth. Uh, it's uh, it's a show about The Hobbit and the two movies that are currently in production under in uh, New Zealand. And it's called Secrets of the Hobbit. And you will find that podcast and its website on thehobbit.sqpn.com. Laura and Inga, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. We'll be back soon, hopefully, with a new episode where we will explore Mirkwood. And uh, until then, take care and safe travels. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.